Days after yeah. a loss are the worst. Just the worst. But um, I so- think like what I'm what I'm coming to terms with about myself is there's there's a lot of things in my life where I'll just uh, kind of ignore. You know, the emotional side. I'm somebody who suppresses emotion, I think. And last night I suppressed that emotion with around 27 Bud Lights is what I did. That's about right. As well. Um, I may just take a shot of Fireball right now just to kind of, I don't know. You got to bridge it. You got to keep it going. Yeah. Speaking of raw, might as well get some raw emotions out there. And uh, I need to express my feelings after some fireball, I think. That's, are you boozy? Yeah. Where are you? No, I'm actually sick. I'm at, uh, my, at Sophia's parents' house. I'm actually sick. I was sick last night. I'm sick today. Um, which, like, weirdly made me not as emotional for, like, that loss last night. Um, yeah. I don't know if it was, like, a blessing in disguise or something. or, But, yeah, I'm kind of – I'm at her spot right now, feeling okay. Um the Saints game is crazy, by the way. You've been watching. No, that? I got, I got it, I got it on right behind you. That's why I'm like eyeballing it. Going the back Saints seem to do like I know. Well, the Saints and the Vikings just like they both do everything they can to lose a football game. It's ridiculous. It's like <laughs> it's crazy. Like they're both just like, well, we're gonna uh, throw a fumble up in the air for you to recover. And then Drew Brees is like, I'm going to one-up you and get strip-sacked. It's just they go back and forth with, like, how bad can That was a great play, fans? though, the oh, way that he, he kind of reached out. Ask Sophia if she uh, is going to go buy some fluff. So, Oh, are you going to go buy some fluff? He's recording the call. Yeah, it's okay. He can edit it, Sophia. Oh, okay. you got to edit this part out or else you'll be pissed. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, yeah fluff. that. It's uh, it's basically just liquid marshmallow. So you make peanut butter and jelly, but it's but it's peanut butter liquid and fluff. It's a New England yeah. staple. It's good. In it? No, there's no chocolate in it, Sophia. It's just what fluff is, and peanut butter. What if you put chocolate? You probably could. You probably I mean, could, you could put some chocolate in it. That's not a crazy yeah. idea. Where do we even start, man? Where do we even start? I want to know what the vibe was like in the stadium. Like, how was it feeling, like, throughout the game? Were you guys like, we got this, like, they're going to put a drive together? And what, what was the feel? Did you feel that, like, impending doom? Were you like, shit's going to go down? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I can't remember exactly what I was thinking, but when we were driving to the game, I told Dennis, I was like, we're either driving to the Patriots' complete funeral where they lose by two touchdowns or the Patriots are going to win by three touchdowns. I didn't think there were this in between was going to happen where they lost by a single point. Yeah. And uh, I think the point was, is we kind of got a real answer about the offense. They're exactly who we thought they were with the pending, uh-huh. you know, with all the injuries. So uh, yeah. Yeah. this squad yeah. was not going to go on a run. So at least we kind of got that answer. I'd rather lose to the Titans than going to Kansas City yeah. and have to deal with that. At least it was yeah. in the comfort of, at least we died in the comfort of our own home. Exactly. Another, another you hospital. Died in your own, you, know? you died in your own house, not in hospital. In our sleep. Yeah. You know? Exactly. We didn't get run over by a Mack truck. Yeah. yeah. What are you thinking? It was, um, I mean, it was, it was tough. Like I said, there was always that feeling throughout the year, like, oh, they're going to put it together. They're going to be all right. And then I, we were wrong. I was wrong. I was 100% wrong. 
my dad was 100% wrong. We were all wrong, you know. Everybody who thought that the offense was going to, you know, be able to piece it together and they had stuff, you know, kind of tucked away. Um, I do think that they called a different game than what they usually did, but their inability to execute in the red zone was ultimately the death of this team. You know what I mean? Mm. That was what what was the final nail in the coffin is missing a guy like – and I think it all relates back to coaching. You know what I mean? It all relates back to coaching. Chad O'Shea was their red zone guy. There were money in the red zone, you know, and inside the 30 last year. Um, they were great at it. And this year they very much so struggled to turn field goals into touchdowns. You know, and yeah. I think that that was the nail they, on the They really and, did. So I, I still – I think when people were talking about the Patriots and, and kind of listening to our optimism through it all, I think people get confused at, at – understood who the team was but we just thought that belichick has done it plenty of times before and this was by far one of his toughest challenges we still kind of thought that he was going to find some ways i think when when, uh when uh the hook mike always chimes in he always kind of this is what a lot of people kind of in my dms the way that they talk to me they're like how do you not how are you not aware that this offense is not that good but i i understand the offense is not that good but i just thought that they would have kind of I thought they would have banged out a trick play that would have been a huge chunk. I thought they would have maybe got into the end zone in that red zone situation. I think when they didn't punch that in is when something clicked with me and I just started hammering Bud Lights. Let's prepare ahead of time. Um, no, I, I completely agree. And that you, people it, – it's really irritating for me because um, people don't understand football. And mm. that sounds like super blatant, but it's like – Sony Michelle was not the guy to blame on that goal line situation. No. Not the guy to blame. Dude, dude, 54, I think his name's Rashawn Evans, had the best three plays I have ever seen from a middle linebacker in a goal line situation. First and goal, they run their, like, standard wide zone out of their goal line stuff. And he hurdled the – Ted Karras cuts the nose tackle. And he pursues this ball, hurdles the nose the, – the cut, right, hurdles two bodies, and then makes a play on Sony in the backfield. And then on third and goal, right, it, outstanding job by the nose tackle getting to the play side of, of uh, Ted Karras, and he just knifes in and makes this play. It was the craziest three plays I've ever seen from a middle linebacker. And people like Mike, like not to put Mike on the on the uh, the chopping block, but Mike wants to put that dude, Mike wants to put that on Sony Michelle, and it's like, buddy, if you knew anything about football, you'd understand that's not Sony Michelle's fault. What do yeah. you expect him to do when he's getting hit in the backfield? You know what I mean? And it's like people online. And this, another thing that's killing me is people online are talking about canning McDaniels. Are you shitting me? You want to can Josh McDaniels, one of the best offensive coordinators in the league? I just with had a, what I, he I, did last year. Yeah, I, I just had a conversation with somebody in the DMs. I don't know who he is, uh, but I forgot what his statement was. This kind of is the epitome of a lot of sports fans in general. He said. Basically, in response to my free agent postings, he said, the Patriots, when have the Patriots ever gotten what Tom Brady needs? And I was like, the past three years that they went to the Super Bowl would be a good uh, answer. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know yeah. what. Like, yeah, you're like, <laughs> what are you I don't watching? know. Rob Gronkowski was pretty good. Uh, Julian Edelman's been pretty solid. Danny Amendola has been really good. Like. The, this was it's it's so funny because I think that I think you have to have perspective. Right. And it's like the sky is falling in new England and people like 
it's almost like the last three years have been just cut from their memory. It's like you understand the Patriots went to back to back to back Super Bowls. Yeah, you know how hard that is to do. Down year, yeah, twelve and four, a a bad year. They're a weak twelve and four, a soft twelve and four, and it's like, it's it's so funny because like there's just like the narrative that gets dropped at the beginning of the season of, Oh, Brady might leave. Right. And it's not even a fact. It's just a rumor by the end of the year. That is, that might as well have been written in the Bible in the new Testament because people are just taking it to heart. Right. And it's like, dude, you have no idea if he's going to leave or not. You're just going to take that to heart. Yeah. And then all of a sudden there's this narrative of, Oh, the, the Patriots have never been able to get Tom Brady weapons. And you're like, buddy, have you paid attention to Patriots football the last three years? Like I, I don't get it. Some some I fans think, fans. I, I are, think some just of these fans just games. want big names. I think they want things to happen yeah. on paper. And I think that's why everybody was. I don't know if you remember all those picks that people were putting out with this wide receiving core, best wide receiving core ever. At the end of the day, just Antonio Brown and Josh Gordon was an amazing wide receiving core, but it it just didn't get the job done. They've had didn't better wide receiving cores than yeah. just veterans taking the minimum. Just knowing where to run their routes. And I think this yeah. is where they maybe need, wow, maybe need to go next year. Something like, yeah, that. get Demarius Thomas no, back. If he's not that pissed off still. Yeah, I know. I, I completely agree. It's like people want, they want the big name. They're like, Oh, if we're not trading for OBJ or OJ Howard, or if we're not signing AJ green, then we clearly don't care about Tom Brady. And it's like, no, you just have to find the right pieces. People like people don't understand how salary caps work. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, well, if we sign A.J. Green and trade for Odell Beckham, and then maybe we can get Jarvis Landry in a package deal, then Tom Brady will be okay. And you're like, that's $60 million worth of salary cap that you just thought of. You know what I mean? Never mind yeah. signing Joe Tooney. Never mind any of the right. like, like other pieces you need to run a football team. So it's just – it's ridiculous. And then there's that's all the of these – That scares me, that Joe Tooney – um, they got some decisions I, well, to make across the board. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I think that there's guys like I think they'll let. We'll get into the free agents in a little bit because I do. I just, I just got to get this off my chest because, just like, love the Patriots. Some of the fans are just the worst people, just the worst. You know what I mean? Just like, like I said before, sky is falling. People are like, I haven't seen what like on Patriots Reddit. Not one person was like, yeah, McDaniel's is pretty good. We should try and keep him. They're all like, no, he can walk. And you're like, whoa, dude, that's been the offense for the last he like can walk. Years. <laughs> yeah, you're like, what? <laughs> They're like, go let him be another team's problem. And I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> like, do you know? Like, and this is the other thing is that. Definitely, I don't think that a lot of the blame goes on Tom Brady because receivers, like, there's a lot in that system that receivers weren't doing. And there's a lot of weapons that they didn't have. But as much as Tom Brady struggles, Josh McDaniels struggles too. It's not like Josh McDaniels is looking at this offense and being like, I don't know why 12 can't figure it out. He's saying the exact same thing. Receivers don't know what they're doing. They're not reading. They're not reading hot. They're not. They're not running the right routes. The timing's yeah. not there. Like he's saying the exact same thing. As much as this offense is handcuffed because of the receivers and Tom Brady's perspective, it's the exact same way with Josh McDaniels. It's yeah. not like there's a separation there. And well, people dude, forget like, that. You watch him running the ball. They can't even get three yards. Yeah. Most of the time, the well, offense is not yeah. creating enough holes. Offensive line no. is not creating enough holes. And again, we have to remember that this. 
this season was going to be very difficult to win off the bat, losing James Devlin and David Andrews. Yeah. You know what I mean? Losing losing a guy like Trent Brown and putting the putting the play on Isaiah Wynn, who I thought played fantastic last night. You know what I mean? And there's there was a lot to overcome in this season, and they patched it up a little bit. Uh, the peak of this team was week two against Miami. I know that that sounds ridiculous, but you see what this offense can do with another X factor, like another superstar, like AB. Um, and I, I do think that that's what's next. But you know, if we want to dive in a little bit of the offseason, it it all starts taking a shot. Oh my God, Vikings are going to win this football game. In the bucket, <laughs> over the corner. Wow. Wow. It's about to get their hearts ripped out. So here's what the Patriots should do, in my opinion, this coming year. I think what we do is we trade for Zeke Elliott, Saquon Barkley. We should yep. get Odell Beckham, yep. see if Randy Moss wants to come back. Just give him, like, 50 mil. No big deal. <laughs> Casual and, 50 mil. You know, fuck the salary cap. Doesn't yeah, exist. I, Doesn't yeah. exist. That's what they have luxury taxes for. They'll get us later. No, it's it's um, it's ridiculous, dude. People are just if we don't sign OBJ and OJ Howard, we're not trying. It's like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, also realize, so, I think with how much we pay attention, you may, like I said in the last one, you make me pay attention more to the off- offensive line and stuff like that, and some of the individual players. And there are these two older dudes that were behind us, just like analyzing the game and watching. They were casual fans. And uh, they were just making me angry throughout the whole game. They weren't saying anything bad. They were, it was it was like five plays in, and they were like, "We don't yeah. have an answer for Derrick Henry." And I just wanted to turn around and just find an imaginary, find a pie underneath my seat, and just smash it in his face. It was yeah. just bothering me. But it's then, ridiculous. But then Dennis was like, "That's how he was, they were casual fans," and I was like, "I guess you're kind of right. <laughs> Not everybody yeah. pays attention to everything that's going on." But no, um, like the the Derrick like people. The Derrick Henry is like a generational talent at running back. I mean, that dude, his size and speed. And the thing is, is that it's like the Titans, if you if you like broke into the Titans playbook and you saw what they ran, they would run the exact same thing, just out of different formations. And they ran wide zone until the cows came home last night. And yeah. then they ran a little bit of inside zone. And like that, that was the, their game plan. You know what I mean? Like find a way to beat it, you know, and the Patriots did a really good job of limiting Derrick Henry in the second half. It was yeah. just crucial situations that they were not able to execute it, you know? Um, and like, it came down to the offense. You know what I mean? What are you laughing at? Nah, Dennis, you could have just turned around and told me he, but he texted me. <laughs> no, it's all good. Um, I yelled at some guy in the parking lot. It was uh, kind of emotionally charged, but the guys I felt pretty bad about it this morning. But um, what did you do? <laughs> well, he was just talking to his friend, and he's like, uh, "Whatever Max Kellerman is going to say tomorrow is going to be bad." And I just kind of, kind of snapped pretty quickly. I didn't. It was just kind of a reaction. Fuck Max Kellerman. <laughs> I basically said, <laughs> "Fuck Max Kellerman." What else did I say? Fuck yeah. Yeah. Fuck. And then he said something I mean, about it's true. Oh. yeah. And then he said something about it's better than watching Nesson. Um, he was kind of playful about it, but I was very charged. And I said it's better to jerk off than watch that. That's what I do. And I felt dirty after saying that one. No, but, you did, uh, did exactly what you should do. The Saints just got upset at home, by the way. So, but they're gonna throw a challenge flag. Oh my God, this is the same. This is the Saints. Be- oh, there's a little bit of a push off there. There's a little bit of a push off. 
Ooh. You got him in the face. There's a little, there's a little bit of a push fans off. Fans the first. Are they gonna Are they gonna overturn this to make up for last year? That's exactly what I'm thinking. Are they going to do exactly it? What this is definitely offensive pass interference. See how he extends the arm? That's what Gronk would always get called on whenever you extend the arm like that. That's why you got to go elbows, baby. But anyway, yeah, dude, the Pats Pats fans are love them. You know what I mean? Like lo- love the team, but it's like people are people are way too reactionary about it. Did you see? I don't. You probably didn't see. Did you see Brady's presser last night? I did not. I, yeah. I decided to not watch that. I'll probably watch it today. But they, uh, they, they. Uh, he basically said he's coming back. He just said he's he's gonna be. He's definitely gonna be a free agent. But it's the Patriots can. I actually saw a post today that it's um, better for the Patriots to re-sign him before, uh, um, before, before March. like free agency actually starts. Yeah. yeah. He'll, yeah. he'll his contract bonus will be less. So I think they'll give him if, a two year deal. I, I think they're going to give I him think a two so year too. deal. I mean, yeah, dude. I, and that was another takeaway I had from last night is that Brady looked good. Like Brady still has it. Threw a football like sixty yards on that hail mary. He's got the arm strength. He's putting balls on a dime. Um, but people hey, are just like real quick. Speaking of arm strength and putting balls and throwing dimes, you should have seen me in the parking lot last night. Oh, really? I was warming up. Some, you got to text Dennis because that ball was going 50 plus. No, it wasn't. It Dennis, was going as Dennis right plus. now. As Dennis. He was like, yeah, I think that was at least 40. At least 40. But his, we were talking about measurements. We, we, we were eyeballing a porta potty and it was like probably at least 55 yards away. And Dennis was like, that's 35, 40 fucking, yards. And I said, you should probably mix in a water, dude. Is what I said. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're driving Mixing home, a- probably sip on water. And yeah. I had, you know, and I don't want to say this, but the ball was very deflated. There was, he brought a ball. I said, why don't you run him back inside? Go grab a ball. There's two of them. And he grabbed the one that was like squished. So we're talking about having the presence of mind for throwing a rock that's less aerodynamic, 55 plus in a parking lot. I like I might throw this fucking hoe sixty five yards when you get here. <laughs> my my shoulders. I'm so I'm today. still. Yeah. So that means it's you know what soreness means. It means muscles building. That means some muscle kind of tore up a little bit. It's gonna build, and I'm gonna be able to throw this hoe like sixty five yards. Eric, let's get you into a couple of private workouts. So let's see if you can make the league. I mean, give me another four inches. I would probably go to a combine but nobody wants a five nine quarterback unless we're running oh. some wildcat you know yeah which yeah. i have the legs for like that's a different conversation what we're talking about you got legs like re- legs like redwoods he can throw a football 60 yards runs a four eight i don't know what more you want from this kid <laughs> um probably all right diving into a, what's up i probably run a 40 in like five seconds four five point four seconds Five four, that's solid. Um, I don't know why he wouldn't get drafted. Uh, free agent wise, looking at these, looking at these guys. The uh, okay, so I was Brady. What did you say? Podcast is a mess, it's, but it's okay. I'm probably gonna be your best one. I know, right? I'm like um, sweating fireball right now. Or Jack, Jack yeah, Daniels. Ex- yeah, I can exactly. feel. Oh yeah, you. Sweating. 
free agents, Tom Brady, I think they're bringing him back. Devin McCourty, I think they bring him back. Both of those guys, I think, are going to be on short-term deals. Well, let's let's, kind of, let's flip this around. Who are they? Who are they not signing? Because those are going to be less. And I think that's more. Who are, they, who are they not going to sign? Is Kyle Van Noy um, going to go somewhere else? Because he's going to be. I think worse. that he stays. Okay. Hey, you got to hang on one second. I'm sick and I'm about to shit my pants. I'll be right back. <laughs> okay. Cut that. Let's. Oh, here, I'll do a little clap. A little clap for you. We don't, we don't need the clap when we're not lining up audio. <laughs> This whole thing is going to take me an hour to edit because I got to cut out like 50 things, but it's okay. I think this is going to be a good podcast. It probably will. Um, Yo, so, you've never, have you ever had fluff before? Oh, yeah. Yeah. My dad's a big fluff guy. It's an East big Coast thing. Yeah. Yeah. Do they sell Literally, fluff out there? They sell it out here, but nobody knows what it is. So it's like, I feel like it's in the, you know, the international section in grocery stores where it's like, oh, uh, Argentina has like a one shelf. I feel yeah. like Massachusetts has like a small little shelf in all grocery stores, and it's just fluff. Yeah, it's, that's it's pretty much what it should be. It's like the hidden gem out there. It's I Sam didn't know Adams nobody. Fluff. Sam Adams and fluff, exactly. Um, all right, free agent wise, we're basically setting up the Patriots' free agency and offseason right now. And if Kraft would just let us run it. Tom Brady would be thrown to OBJ, Julio Jones, and Adam Thielen next year. So yep. maybe he should listen to us. I don't like Adam um, Thielen. He's got an attitude issue. He's, I'd rather he's kind of – I know. I, Adam Thielen's a little bit of a bitch, but he's good. He's a good football He'd player. be a good Patriot, uh, though. He'd be I a good Patriot. He, I think he would be a good Patriot, though. I agree. Um, I don't think they bring back Dorsett. That's pretty obvious. Um Bethel, they might bring back. It depends on how we get on special teams. I don't mean this the wrong way. Sorry to cut you off there, but no, um, dude. I I hope I I log on to Reddit one day and it's uh I'm, I probably shouldn't say this. I hope it's Dorset. He's in a cardboard box begging for change. I don't mean that. That's that's my emotion talking. That Move much on. that much hatred toward him. Huh? Nah, he's fine. I wish him the best. Hopefully he's like gonna he gets like a nice insurance salesman job or something. Yeah, sells life insurance. Maybe maybe he'll hit up maybe he'll hit up Bendigo for a job. Would you hire him? If Philip Dorsett came to you and was like, "I want to work for you," would you be I, like, "No"? I have very You're low standards for my degree, so I'll take anybody. Oh, clearly, clearly, clearly. <laughs> um, you got to get Joe Tooney back. Got to get Joe Tooney back. He's been one of the best guards in the league. He, I think he was their best offensive lineman this year. Like he was definitely the most solid. You have to bring him back. Uh, Ted Karras earned a contract. You got to bring him back. Just his depth alone. Landon Roberts, Adam Butler, both of those guys are musts when you're talking about bringing guys back. Ben Watson also retired last night. I don't know if you saw that. I thought he was um, thinking about it. He did retire last year, last night. Yeah, he he said in his presser last night that was his last football game. Okay. I love Ben Watson. He played. Yeah. He did what he had to for us, you know. Good human but, being, too. Good human being. Good human being. Um, you know, the weird thing is that, like, when you look at because the Patriots are going to have a, a higher first-round pick than they have in the past. Um, I don't – is the answer to this to draft another receiver? Because this is a really deep receiver receiving class. Um, is the answer to draft another receiver and go through the same shit you just went through with Nikhil Harry? You know, I don't think so, dude. I, I think they're going to go out gotta, and get you know, one or two veterans that are going to take 
kind of less money and want to go chase a ring. Um, yeah. I think you can go find a couple guys like that. Maybe sign, g- go give money to Amari Cooper, right? I know Amari's going to be there. Yeah. AJ Amari's going to be available too. AJ Green's going to be agent. AJ Green didn't play a snap this year. I think that he's probably going to have a lower, uh, lower contract than like a lower asking price. I should say than, than if he had played a full year. Um, I, I just I can't stand the narrative that's like, a, oh, we're going to be in a rebuild. We're going to be in a rebuild. Like the video you made like last week, it's like, guys, this team's in a great spot. I don't know where this like where this idea is coming from that, that we need to do a complete overhaul of the roster and start fresh. It's like you still have core pieces in place. Again, it all starts with re-signing Brady, but like you're going to have core pieces in place to go make another run. Like people who are talking about the dynasty being over, I I cannot get on board with that at all. I wonder what kind of money Tom is going to be looking for though in a one or two year deal. Like, are the Patriots going to offer him a one year deal and it's not going to be enough? Are the Patriots going to offer him a two year deal but the money's not going to be enough? Right. What kind of what kind of respect, quote unquote, is he looking for with this contract? Right? Is, yeah. Is he is that going to be a driving piece for for his negotiations, or is he going to say, "Hey, my final two years, I can take a small cut"? That's the thing is that it's like I think that like ESPN and all the talking heads are going to be pushing the he's not taking a hometown discount. But when has Brady ever not been? When has Brady ever been a show me the money guy? You know what I mean? He's never been that guy. He's never been that guy. He's always been let's build a team, let's go win rings. So I don't I don't see that changing all of a sudden when his last pass in Foxborough was a pick six. Like yeah. it'd be different if he as a Super Bowl champ this year, but he he didn't. Um, I I just don't see him really bending over the Patriots and you know trying to ask for a massive contract. I just don't see that happening. I think yeah. it's going to be the same as usual. You know, people want we're... so bad to believe that the dynasty is over. People want to believe that so bad. And like at the end of the day, that's just not what's happening. If they don't re-sign any free agents, then yeah, maybe. Like if they don't bring anybody back, then yeah, this team's going to be in a different spot. Hmm. But they're going to bring guys back. Like it's it's just ridiculous to think they're not. Yeah, and if if you eliminate essentially all the media narrative and every everybody just kind of needs to remember that their job is to, to sell ads, and what sells ads is views and uh, page clicks. And they're, the best story ever is saying that the Patriots dynasty is, is, is over with. And right. uh, that's, I mean, Tom Brady, he bought his house in Connecticut. We, we all know he's not going anywhere. That's I think, the, yeah, like, go, keep going. No, I, I mean, I've, I've said this. I feel like I've said this so many times, and uh, I feel like a broken record. And um, I don't know what, what else to really add to that. I, I just really believe that it's going to be Tom Brady back, and this team is going to be in a really good spot. I can't think of another squad and another roster that you're looking at, especially with the coaching staff, minus maybe McDaniels who goes and gets another head coaching job. But when Bill O'Brien gets fired next week, go and grab him. Chad O'Shea's out there. He's really the next in line to be the Patriots offensive coordinator. It's Chad O'Shea, who I believe him leaving was it it came back to haunt the Patriots so many times because he was the red zone guy. You know what I mean? He was their red zone. I don't know necessarily if he was the play caller, but he was the guy who I think was coming up, helping out a lot with game plan. And he was their receivers coach. What were the two major spots that you saw regression this year? Receiver play and in red zone. You have to make a push to get him back. Have to. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, you know, this this whole podcast, I knew there wasn't going to be much to talk about because th- this is the reason that big media always gets two guys that just disagree with each other or they just b- tell one guy to say certain things like Max Kellerman. I think he's paid to say these certain things when there's no basis behind anything that he's saying. Um, I don't know. It's, it's been an emotional couple days here for me. I'm just trying to push through here. But um, we have nothing to complain about at all. Uh, this no. was a down year. I think when you go through this little window of four or five years where they're con- the past 20 years where they're competing in every single AFC championship, um, it just kind of is what it is. That's, that's how I took yeah. the game. Dennis was nervous for the game yesterday. Big Den behind me. He was nervous. He was very nervous. He was like Super Bowl nervous. Really? Yeah. Makes Super sense. I mean, I was, I was nervous, but at the same time, the formula the Titans have is exactly what you need to to beat a team like New England and to beat a lot of teams. The Titans are going to be difficult for the Ravens to beat. Let's get a little predictions going. Titans, Ravens in Baltimore, Chiefs, Houston, in Kansas City. What do you think? I kind of like. I, I kind of wish the Bills were going to play the Ravens. I was I was excited to see that matchup because I think they played pretty well against the Ravens that last time. Um, yeah. You know, I, I think with... So the Chiefs are going to play... You said the Titans? Who are the Titans playing? Are the Titans are playing... So Chiefs. the Ravens get the lower lower squad, right? Yeah. So that's so the, it's, it's going to be... Yeah. Okay. And... Uh, who's so the I other I think that's going to be... Okay. Texans. Chiefs-Texans. That, that was a crazy game. Can you Can you believe that... Deshaun Watson was not wrapped up on that last play. Not that last play. It was, but. Yeah, it was it was kind of crazy. Um, I'm not a big Deshaun Watson guy. I don't know why. Um, but, like, it was just like, you know how it happens in football sometimes. You get hit from one side and you get off balance. You're about to go down. And then you get hit from that side and it kind of, like, rebalances you. That's what happened on that. And then he stayed up, you know. Um, phenomenal play from him. Phenomenal play. Uh but like I don't know, I'm I'm not a huge Deshaun guy. I what, I was talking to my friend about. I was talking to Adam last night, and he was like Deshaun. He's a big Deshaun guy because um, Deshaun was like the seventh quarterback down on that board on Mel Kiper's board. He had him like way below. Um, but uh, I don't know. I, I I think that the Chiefs will beat the Texans, and I think the Titans are going to pound the shit out of the Ravens. Ravens starters haven't played in three weeks. Um, and that defense that the Titans have is built to play a team like Baltimore. Really athletic linebackers, really good defensive line, and a secondary that can match up. Titans are going to be a problem for the Ravens. Guarantee wow. you that. Damn. Because they're going to pound. I, I really I really think so. They're going to pound the rock. They're going to keep Lamar Jackson off the field. They're going to get him out of rhythm. And when he does tuck it, like Mike Vrabel is a very good game planner. He's going to tuck it. He's, he's going to have a game plan to get his athletes to match up with Lamar Jackson. Question about Mike Vrabel really quick before you continue. Is he yeah. the biggest football guy ever? Because he was doing push-up for the game yesterday. I love Mike Vrabel. I Me love too. Mike Vrabel when he played for the Patriots. He is probably the most football guy coach yeah. out there right now. Um, just because of like his play and every, like he's he's a stud. He's an absolute is there, stud. Is there a head coach? Is there is there literally a head coach or any other individual that you could plant in a head coaching position that you would not want to see the Patriots lose to? But 
you could put Obama there at head coach. It'd be like he's not as cool as Mike Vrabel. You could put famous comedian over there. Mike Vrabel. Yeah. I mean, that kind of softened the blow a little bit. Hundred percent. I love. I I love love Mike Vrabel, man. Dude's a stud. Dude, and, in a way, and the Patriots won yesterday with Mike Vrabel. The Patriots beat the Patriots. Yeah. Basically. So we're still in it. Um, yeah, they are for, still like, Mike Vrabel. Dude, multiple, I'm, couple Super Bowl rings. He caught a touchdown pass. Is it as he has? He has three. He was on the third one. Um, he caught a touchdown pass. He played defense. He has a beard. He's a Patriot. Basically, basically, the Patriots won yesterday. I, I completely agree with that. Yeah, Mike Vrabel won. Patriots won. I, they, they all fit together. I think I slept Andy, last night. Um, and that fireball hit me pretty hard, so I don't know how much longer I'm going to last in this podcast. No, you're good. I, sh- I, I, f- I feel better talking about this because it's talking to somebody who's reasonable. Yeah. Maybe we do need Mike on the podcast so that he can be that other talking head. Can't believe I just said that. <laughs> De- Dennis didn't use a good Cut that part out. Using uh, playing with house money yesterday was a great phrase that he used. And I, I really – that's kind of how I, I guess, viewed the game because we went, to, we just went to three straight Super Bowls, and then, uh, I mean, this team obviously was not going to go on a run or a deep run, not obviously, yeah. but I was leaning that way. Yeah. And uh, I was like, yeah, if they win, cool, but if not, they're in good shape for next year. Hundred percent. That's the biggest thing that I want to that I wanted to say is the fact that they are in good shape for next year. And people who think that they're not in good shape for next year are absolute lunatics who just, like, want to be – they want to be sad. Give me – okay, quickly. Give me a percentage real quick, okay? okay. I got two questions to ask you. Number one, um, Tom Brady, he's got maybe one or two more years. He gives his old friend Robert a call, Robert Gronkowski, old tight end for the Patriots. He says, why don't we just have one more go at this? Question number two, Gronk ends up signing signing with the Patriots, and Camille feels neglected, and she sees uh, the hook Eric is available, and right. she needs to fill the void. Percentage for both. Okay. Uh, I say probably a 30% chance that Gronk comes back and plays next year. Can't nice. believe we're talking about that again. And if that does happen, your chances go up big time. I'm thinking 60%, 70%. Okay. Yeah, I was thinking more like 80-90% on the Camille, but I'll take 60%. Okay. Yeah, yeah, 60 I mean, it's a perfect mix of realistic but also hopeful. She's my type though. You know what I mean? She is your type. I think that I she's think probably we're both everybody's each other's type. type. I think yeah. yeah, she's everybody's type. I mean, Gronk is very tall. It would be kind of a change of scenery for her to go to like a 58 and a half smaller guy. But okay. it's possible. Hey, anything's possible. KG Anything's said possible. Anything's yeah. possible. He KG did phrase. say that. Nobody said hey, that. Speaking, nobody said anything's possible for KG. Um, just while I got you on the horn, what are we doing next weekend? What are we doing next weekend? All of our know. plans. I don't know. Our plans got annihilated. Just our, annihilated. Yeah. <laughs> our plans got absolutely <laughs> buttfucked. I cannot believe how. Yeah, we. I mean, we we did not bank on them beating the Miami Dolphins because you said multiple times in that podcast. I listened to it again. You said if the Patriots beat the Dolphins, you said that not to jinx it. And then our, our dreams got crushed then, and it got crushed again last night. 
Um, we should still go wow. to Gillette and watch a couple games and do a podcast with Gillette in the background. That would be cool. Wait, Wait, could we do that? Yeah. Let's do that. I'm super down for that. I tried, well no doubt I lied 
side But I got too much pride inside your hide or side I'll do as I'll decide and let it ride until I die And only then shall I abide this by to catch little tunes I've hit the limit ditties I wanna bust all your balloons I wanna burn all of the seas to the ground I found I will not mess around unless I play And hey, I will go on all day Hear what I say, I have a prayer to pray That's really all this was One feeling stuck in me if I got no rhyme 